0: This episode of Superboothers is brought to you by Imaging Spectrum, the preeminent source for printers and printer supplies. With printer brands like DNP, Sony, Sinfonia, you're sure to find the best printer that meets your needs and your budget. Visit their website at imagingspectrum.com.
1: Hello and welcome to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. Yeah, I'm Hello, children. Today we're going to talk about.
0: <laughs> children, you're insulting the audience right from the get go. You know, I just have to go a little bit G rated. Oh, yes, yes. You have to keep it clean,
1: please. <laughs> so sparkling clean that we are. So we announced today, or I announced today. Uh, on a little Facebook Live video that we are going to La La Land.
0: The people have spoken, and we have to We're give the people what they want.
1: Everybody comes to Hollywood.
0: I'm actually looking forward to going out there. I've been wanting to go and do a, make a trip out of uh, L.A., California for a while. We're going to do Disney. I love Disney. <laughs> you have made no secret I eyes. am not ashamed to admit it. I love Disney.
1: It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm ridiculously excited. We are going to. So I was talking. So this is kind of how this really came about. I told Ismail's wife first. I was like, "Hey, listen, uh, I think we should go to L.A." I mean, yes, we can say that people voted and L.A. was at the number one. Um, but really, Ismail's wife decided that we're going to L.A.
0: Ryan has figured out how to get anything done, and <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, funny story is actually the last time I was in California, I went with my wife. Um, for our honeymoon, I basically tricked her into thinking that we were going to California. So we went to Disneyland. We checked in at the Candy Cane Inn. And- I think you checked
1: her like, into marrying you first. That was number one. <laughs> ha,
0: ha. <laughs> so I, I had this whole charade going where I'm like, we're going to California for honeymoon. She's like, no, no way. I'm like, we're going to Disneyland. Get to the airport in LA. <laughs> so she starts to like get worried now. Get in the cab. And I'm like, oh. Take us to the candy cane, and I picked the like the childest hotel in all of California, and we checked yeah, they're in. They're a horrible. Person. We checked in, we stayed there for a day. Went to Disneyland, stayed another day, and she's like, "We're we're really here for our honeymoon?" I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> but don't worry, I took her to the real honeymoon after. That was just a pit stop. We went to Tahiti, so it was on the way there. I thought it'd be a good joke. <laughs>
1: Good for you. That's a horrible joke to play. If hey. you I would have filed for divorce. We, 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 we are checking in at Candy Cane Inn. I am calling my attorney. That <laughs> There's
0: something wrong with Disneyland, man. You gotta love Disney. Well, Tahiti's better, but
1: anyways. <laughs> uh so today, today class, we are going to talk about questionnaires.
0: Yes. Questionnaires. Tell us more, Ryan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, how do you handle questionnaires? Let's, how
0: about you start this off first? What do you, when you say questionnaires, what are you referring to?
1: I am referring to whenever the customer has already booked with you and you send the questionnaire. I do, I do a lot of automation primarily because I'm very antisocial and I don't want to talk to you. Um, but not only that, I found it a hell of a lot easier to get everyone on the same page by sending out the exact same questionnaire and just create continuity. So, It's nice that whenever a client books me, they're like, oh, well, how do I customize this and how do I customize that? It's just easy for me to say, just fill out this questionnaire and
0: you can customize everything you want to your heart's desire. Have fun. Right. So I guess I didn't initially start with questionnaires. And I imagine most people, when they first start out, you're kind of just figuring things out as you get along. Um, So through trial and error, right, after doing so many events, you start to figure out the common questions that you start asking people. Um, and the, and the bits of information you need to run a successful event. So after doing that for a while, I just want to make it clear for everyone that from the get go, I didn't have questionnaires. I started to get a handle on, um, the main questions and issues that I'd have to ask. And once you start asking the same ones over and over again, you kind of come up with a list and you can do this in a number of ways. There's type form. Um, there's a, you can use the free Google spreadsheets option, which I started with. And. Oh. Hey. Listen, No. when you, when, okay, when you start, you got to make things work as best as you can. Um, so I started with that and I started to ask certain questions that we found that we needed to know. And these can be as simple as like how many people are at the event. I don't personally ask that. Um, one, I do. I don't. Um, one thing I do ask is because... I've, I've gotten screwed over. Yeah, well, I've been burned a few times with having to carry a bunch of equipment upstairs. So one of the things that we do ask is that... Yeah, do you have to, upstairs yeah, downstairs. is there any staircases that we have to go up or down with our equipment? So stuff like that, that you get to kind of learn, um, from the school, the hard knocks. Those are the things that I include.
1: When in the show notes, we're, I, I will give out my uh, questionnaire that I ask, um, and it'll be available as a download. Um, and I'll just kind of go through everything kind of one by one. Do, do
0: you have a lengthy um, questionnaire or do you, have you drilled it down to a small? No, it's really
1: short. Um, I, I actually kind of have fun with mine. Um, so I like put a lot of like gifs in the, in the middle of it. So like whenever, like you go to my questionnaire,
0: it's a gif of Adele going, hello. And it's just, I think it's so funny. And just so everyone I mean, <laughs> knows every time I get on the phone with Ryan, that is how he greets me. Every time, literally every time.
1: <laughs> hello, it's me. God. <laughs> so yeah, so what I do is, um, I wish, uh, it, I was there's a lot of like complicated like techie things that I would like to do with it, but that's just not exactly the case with mine. Um, so what I do is I ask my customers, um, you know, the name, and then I ask them the event name. Um, the reason why I ask that is because I want them to, I, I put on there. That this name will be visible to your guests when viewing the photos. Um, so if ever I'm setting up a microsite or uh if I do it through Zenfolio, if I do it through Snappick or whatever, you know, floats my boat at that point, um, that is what I will use for the title of the event. Um and I like them to do that. Uh that way there's just no, you know, the only reason is because I did um a wedding where I inverted the name because I guess she inverted the name on the questionnaire, and I got yeah, I flipped it, so it was really her, her last name, not his last name, and everyone was switching to his last name. So that's the only reason why I just do it, just because that way it's just out of my hands.
0: Now, before you jump into the rest of it, I'm just curious. Before I forget, why did you have such a negative reaction for using Google Forms? I'm I'm very anti-free. That's just
1: me, though. I like I like things. We've discussed this plenty of times that I like control over things. <laughs> Shocking. Um, however, I just like things to be branded my way. I mean, I would much rather someone use like Squarespace and use the regular form that they have on there before using like Google Sheets.
0: Yeah, I just think that there's a lot of different people listening to the show and it's helpful to provide different perspectives. Not everyone wants to spend money on a tool where there's a free option. So I think we just owe it to everyone to show them, I guess, different options out there. And you you could make Google work. Some people may not care as much about the branding or, Or whatnot, and you can customize the appearance of Google too. It's not like it's ugly.
1: Well, I don't, and and you know, and truthfully, I really haven't spent a lot of time with it, only because I, I mean, I actually spend um, monthlies on FormStack and Typeform. I
0: use it for I use it for separate. Type type Typeform is great. It looks beautiful. It's it's better. I'm not saying it's not better.
1: well, you know, and that's another thing is I have my problems with type form, um, that there are certain things that it can't do that, you know, form stack can. So I don't know. I'm just kind of like a little bit picky with all that stuff. Um, I do like type form and form stack just because I can integrate it with all my other stuff, like my Philips Hue lights and, you know, text messaging and all sorts of other stuff that I like to play with. Um, but that's just me. So anyways, um, I also asked them the delivery address and if there's any special delivery or loading dock instructions. Um, just this past week, I was hounded by a planner who I guess it's at this particular museum. This museum is very particular over their floors. Actually, someone, I don't remember who, forgive me. I don't remember. Um, Someone told me that they had an issue with duct tape, uh, or gaff tape rather, and that they used gaff tape on like these delicate wood floors. And whenever they pulled up the gaff tape, uh, parts of the floor came up with it, uh, and they damaged the floor. Um, I always like to know if ever that's going to be the case. So anyways, with this particular uh, venue, um, they have these granite floors. They do not want metal touching the floors. Um, so they were like, make sure you have felt pads or rubber pads or something. So, um, our current the photo booth that I have right now does not have pads on the bottom. So, you know, that's just a quick little Amazon thing. And, you know, I had it delivered and, you know, shoved the little stickers on and, you know, we're on our way, but, um, that's also good just to know if there's any, um, information on there that
0: they need to. Tell you. And sometimes they won't tell you unless you ask. So, do you clarify? Like, do you give examples of that question of what special instructions may be? No. Um, if they have, if you're at a venue that has special delivery instructions, they're
1: going to give that to you in a form. Nine times out of ten, that client is just going to copy and paste it into that little section. Um, so I think they kind of find it helpful. And if there's like a convention center, you know, which hall are we at? You know, which loading docks do you have to be at? Um, Georgia Brown in Houston has uh two floors of loading docks. There's the first floor and the second floor, and sometimes you don't find out you're on the second floor until you're already on the first floor. And that's like, it takes 10 minutes just to get, you know, to both loading docks.
0: Yeah. The reason I ask is that 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 seems like it would work very well with corporate events. But sometimes when you have a, let's say a wedding or or a social event, the person doesn't really know the venue's special instructions or where you're coming in from or the loading area. They may not have access to that information. So they might just leave that blank.
1: Sure. I mean, but even then I leave it on there just... You know, in case they already have it. If not, no big deal. If they email me about it later, that's fine.
0: And plus, I, when that happens to me, I always do my due diligence. If it's a venue I haven't been at before, I look it up. Um, I, I make a phone call. I try to find out as much information as I can before my team gets there to avoid any issues.
1: You know, I will say that's the difference. That's why you're so good at what you do. Um, oh,
0: I don't man. do that. compliment. Guys, it, rewind that. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: comes – it is rare and far between. Yeah, the last I time mean, it was I've,
0: six months ago, I think. <laughs>
1: I mean, truthfully, I mean, you just, no. Just can't believe it happened live. No. That's awesome. Well, this is, this is the thing is I have, this is the reason why I pay my staff so much is yesterday. Uh, what is today? I don't know what today is. Doesn't matter. Just this past week, I had an attendant that this is my process is I will send out my, I, I was telling Ismail that I don't do, I don't schedule my, my, um, employees anymore um i used to like go through the schedule and here's your times and here's your thank god i don't have to do that anymore and everyone is just on such a rhythm all i do is i go through my events for the weekend i'll do this like two weeks ahead of time send out my events for not this weekend but the following weekend and i will have them say hey what's up with this I put all of the questionnaire, any, any emails that I've had with the customer into the reservation and I send that out to the attendant. So the attendant has everything. So all the communications are attached in notes. There are times, and once I do that, I forget about the event. I forget about I have it. Like it is just part of my process to, you know, put everything in the computers, get their stuff, you know, all good to go and then send them the event. And then I forget about it. Can you um, remember
0: back to? When or if you were ever anxious about doing that, like now it's like no big deal to you. A lot of people have a hard time forgetting or letting go. You know, this is the thing is I will do, I don't,
1: I've gotten into such a rhythm with photo booths and events in general, nothing can happen that hasn't happened already. So literally nothing can happen. Like anything that you can think of that has happened at a wedding has happened to me. Uh, there's been, you know, air conditioning go out. Uh, I had a grandmother pass away an hour before the ceremony. Um, I had literally cakes fall. I mean, that's really common, not common, but that's like a, everyone's like, Oh, did this ever, I did this, uh, uh, uh high school career day. And, you know, they ask you all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm like, Yep, that's happened. Yep, that's happened. Yep, that's happened. I mean, it's just, I've had, you know, um, An alarm go off, a fire alarm go off, and the building get evacuated during the middle of a ceremony. Like literally everything has happened. There's nothing more that can happen to an event that hasn't happened already. So the great thing about that is I can fix things more so than most people could, I think. Um, I don't get nervous at all. I don't get jitters. I don't get butterflies. I will say this. Um, I was a florist for a while and I will still do, um, I still keep my rather large events. Um, so like this Christmas, um, I'm doing a couple of big parties still because flowers are so objective. I get I almost get nervous whenever like my client's about to walk in the room because with flowers, I'm like, do you like it? Are you, like, can you tell me like, I need that from you? Like to know that it's okay. And I have a job next year. Like that's just how I operate. But no, I don't get jitters with photo booth at all.
0: I mean, that's a testament to your team. I guess you did a good job of building a reliable team. And I'm sure that took some time. I, absolutely. I mean, it took 15 years of crap. Um,
1: I just I just kind of like got them in their rhythm, send them on their way, and just kind of really forget about it. And this is another thing: if if one of my attendants calls me during an event, I know shit's going down. I mean, there is there. Oh shit! I said it. Oh, again. Oh, you did it again. Oh shit! I said it. I did it again. <laughs> no, like if they call me during an event, hell is breaking loose, and there's a an legitimate problem.
0: Right, we're gonna get letters now and. The FCC, Uh, come on. All right, so what um, is the next question that you have, other than the uh, special loading instructions?
1: Sure. So I ask, what's a good cell phone number to reach you? Um, That's kind of standard. The way how my sales process works, I don't ask them for that information in the beginning. If they don't want to give it up, here is where I say I need it now. Like, there's no playing around. Only because there are times where a client hasn't given us a phone number, and you know, we have a problem with the attendant getting to an event and we don't have a number to call. And, um
0: So here I require and just to it. clarify, you send your, you get your contract signed before you get to the questionnaire.
1: Oh, absolutely. So
0: some people, and then to people that are listening, you may do this in different ways. Some people may request that stuff on the contract. Some people may request it um, when someone requests a quote. I think the important thing is that you're just collecting this information, not necessarily in the exact order that Ryan or I do it in.
1: Sure. I mean, everyone needs to get in their own rhythm. But the point is, you really need to have it by the time you like uh, event day. Um, I've gotten in a nasty habit, I would never look at questionnaires until pretty much like, you know, the day of day before. Um, And there are times where I would like see problems that would pop up and be like, Oh, crap, I can't ask this girl the day before her wedding, you know, some loading question or whatever. So I generally Whenever I get them, go over it real quick, make sure that I have everything and then I put it if I have any questions, I send it out to them or whatever. But I'm getting I've gotten in the habit of making sure that, you know, they're all done two weeks ahead of time. And that's that's what I have my cutoff as.
0: Well, that will make sense. You definitely need a contact person for sure.
1: Sure. Um, another thing I ask is how many guests are people expecting? There have been times where I have been blindsided. Um, There there was one event. This is so damn funny. And I have a picture of it, actually. Um, I have a picture of, so it's this little girl going back and forth. She was saying, Oh, can you do this? Oh, yeah, just whatever, you know, set up real quick. No big deal. Pretty fine. We get to the event. And it is at, like, this ridiculously large expo hall. And it turns out it's a corporate event for a local – um, it's like a local, like, clothing chain. It's like a discount clothing chain. And they were doing this back-to-school event. There was literally 4,000 people there. And every single one of them wanted to take their photo. I was like, you have got to be kidding me because they had offered, like – Oh, we'll give you this free thing if you take a photo. no.
0: Like, oh, crap. See, I haven't actually had that experience. Um, If I have events that large, generally speaking, I mean, at least in my experience so far, you have a lot more years than I do. I know about that when I'm talking to the client. Um, and, And the reason I know that is because we're trying to decide how many booths they need. I'm rarely blindsided by having one booth at an event with thousands of people. Usually for those types of events, they're talking to me. They're trying to find out what exactly would be appropriate for their event. And I know that before... Um, it gets to a questionnaire. So I haven't really had to ask that in my experience.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I have been blindsided. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, if I have a, that many people coming and I know about it ahead of time, I'm either telling them we're doing multiple printers or multiple photo boost themselves. And I'm doing, you know, a high capacity printer at that, that can just like turn them out and, you know, alternate between the, between the two.
0: Yeah, so some of my largest events are with thousands of people and multiple booths and multiple printers at each booth. Uh, but like I said, I usually know about that when I'm first talking to the client because um, they, they want to make sure that the equipment serves their needs, right? So they're upfront about it. Sure. That. Yeah.
1: yeah. So another thing that I ask is is this event a wedding? And this is why I use type form. So if they answer yes, they get a separate set of questions than if they answer no. Um, so if the event is a wedding, I generally ask if they have a coordinator or planner. Um, and that usually can be a venue person and a planner as well. Um, and then I also ask, is the ceremony in the same location as the reception? I like my attendants to know what they're getting themselves into. Um, if, if the ceremony and the reception are at the same place, um, they, I don't want them to be shocked how, you know, maybe they're going in, setting up, and, you know, guests are there. I don't want them to be like, you know, I just want them to have the information ahead of time. Another thing that I ask is someone other than the bride that's going to be there during the event setup.
0: Yeah, you definitely need someone else other than the bride or groom because they're usually pretty busy that day. Um, And I've I've learned, I'll admit that in the very, very early days where we accepted uh, payment at the event for certain instances – Ooh, ouch! Yeah. I learned the hard way that Ooh. it's very hard to find the bride and the groom on the wedding day to get your payment. I'm sure, or, or, or give them you? their scrapbook. You have to find the relative and and then hopefully you give it to the right person, and they don't lose it. It's just the whole thing. So that's why we mm-hmm. don't we don't do that anymore. Well, and
1: that just comes from getting essentially like screwed over
0: yeah and, and and that's the benefit that people get from listening to the show is that you kind of get to avoid a lot of these issues by listening to people but if you do go through them it's not the end of the world it's not a big deal it's just part of the process you just learn and you know tweak your process going forward we've all been there
1: you know and a skilled sailor no what is it rough or no smooth seat smooth seas never made a skilled sailor
0: there we go i hope that's right <laughs> I, i'm sure people will be looking that up and fact checking that That's what it is.
1: Well, that's the thing is you can't learn to – you can't be experienced unless you've, you know, gone through stuff.
0: Yeah, I see people oftentimes panic or get really worried when something goes wrong. What do I do? do, It's normal. You're in a business. If you do enough events, things will happen. The more important thing is how you deal with them and what you learn from them in order to prevent it from happening again. And that's why you see Ryan saying, oh, I've been burned. He gets burned once and he doesn't get burned again. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I've made plenty of mistakes once. Actually, uh, someone asked me if they could pay the day of. I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I said, I will accept payment by credit card a week before. That is my dead cutoff. And. My contact ended up saying, okay, great. We'll have a credit card by then. Um, and I'm explaining to an attendant that was working with this. I was like, this is why I don't do this. And sure enough, the client ended up bailing and was like, oh yeah, we're not going to do it anymore. I was like, if I would have done that and found out the day before the day of that they were canceling, I would have no money to show for it. Like there is no penalty, yet I've given this date away. That is just that is a mistake you make one time.
0: All right, so what's the next question? Uh, next question
1: is they get to pick out a layout. Um, I have the standard layouts of with like samples of you know two by six with four photos, three photos in text,
0: three photos in logo. So this is picking the layout, not picking the design.
1: See, this is the the, the difference between you and me. I don't do anything.
0: Any designs whatsoever. You know what? I really respect how Ryan simplifies and systems, uh, systemizes his business. It makes it easy to run. Right. Um, and I'm trying to apply a lot of that stuff into my own business because I do do a lot of more work.
1: <laughs> I get, well, and th- this, this is the other thing is I kind of al- almost feel I need to explain why I do this. Um, I give my clients very limited options. A, because I'm at that price point and my business is volume. I don't have time to deal with. Well, can you do a 4th of July logo? And can you do oh, I want fireworks in the background. Very rarely will people come up to me and ask me this stuff. Um so what I do is I give them very specific instructions on what they can and can't do. That's a very important um,
0: distinction because I I would fall on the opposite end of that spectrum where I don't you I don't are, focus on volume. You charge more than I, I do. I charge a lot more. I'm in a higher income area so i can get away with that but you have to provide more service so that's that's a good distinction to make
1: sure um i i will let them select uh i do two lines of text or you can do a logo if this is the another big if if i'm doing a larger activation this goes out the door i'm not sending them a questionnaire i'm working with them one-on-one on like all the details that go into this stuff um I'm, I'm only going to give this to, you know, cut and dry, you know, here you go type of photo booths. Nothing, nothing that requires any special attention. Um, so they get
0: to pick, you know,
1: from these eight, which layout would you like? Um,
0: and those are displayed all- in the form. You're not taking them somewhere off the form to view them.
1: Nope. No, no, no. In the form. And that's what Typeform allows me to do. It allows me to upload a photo as part of the option. So they get to see visually what this thing will look like. And then I assume the next question is, what do you want written on that layout? Depending on what they click. So if they click text, it'll ask them what text would you like on the print? And then we give them two lines of 15 characters each. If they click logo, it'll say the next question will be upload your logo here.
0: Okay. Next question. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, this is something new. Um, I have been experimenting with upselling on my questionnaire and it has been ridiculously successful. Um, there is nothing that I love more than extra money. Yeah.
0: I like this. What do you, what do you do?
1: And Disney. Um, I like, I just started, uh, doing the animated GIF overlays. So I asked them, Animated overlays are not included with standard rates. They are available for X amount of dollars. Would you like them? And I show them one little sample of, you know, a little animated overlay doing some fun stuff. And if they click yes, it'll show them literally all of the ones that are available. And they get to pick up to four. Um, so I will take those four that they've picked and place them on uh, on
0: their event. So now when they well, let's say someone selects that. Do you have your form linked to your, um, systems where it automatically knows to increase the price? Or do you manually go and do that yourself?
1: No. So it, so this is the thing is the, I have it set up on Typeform to go with Stripe. So, for example, if they say I want animated overlays, um, the actual – so another thing that I don't do is I don't do scrapbooks. Um, I think scrapbooks are messy. I think that guest participation really does vary. And in my experience – what do I know? uh, It's only good if there is someone from the party standing right next to you telling people – that you need to put this in the book. Um, there are times where I've had an attendant that will say, Oh, you know, could you take one and put it in the book? No, walk off. And then, you know, that happens so many times. You're not having these people take another photo again. I mean, it's another thing if they just like take the photo out of their hand and paste it in there themselves. I don't like doing that. Um, so what I do in lieu of that is a memory book. Um, I have essentially coffee table books that are printed after the fact. I take all the individual images. Beautifully lay them out. If they had a logo, I put that logo on the front. If it's a bride and groom, I blast that on the first pic on the first picture whenever you open the book. Um, so that is my alternative. Um, that is something else that I sell as an upsell. So if they are picking a memory book, if they are picking you know these animated overlays, it'll it'll total it up. Um, so on the back end, if I say, "Would you like to add a memory book?" they say, "Yes." On the back end it adds sixty five dollars. It
0: adds it to their existing booking in your system. It doesn't build them separately.
1: No, 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 no. So it adds it into the into the type form form. So at the end of the type form form, they have an upgrade total. Right. So this this, this form is self calculating. That's the term. So
0: now when you have that total number on type form, mm-hmm. uh what do you do to collect it? Do you go back to the booking in your system and add that number no, on it? No, no.
1: No, no, no. It'll ask them for a credit card right then and there. Oh, it'll
0: book them separately for that amount. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of nice whenever... I installed this maybe a month ago, and I sent it out the very next day. Someone, like, added extra stuff. And I was like, oh, this is nice.
0: Yeah, the reason I was asking is because the way I do it in my system is that it's actually linked to your booking. So... If someone selects an add-on, it automatically gets applied to the existing booking that they have in the system. And then when the balance is due, it's just calculated within the total balance. Sure. That's that's the
1: big difference is I've had to do a little workaround with that. But yeah, absolutely. I will say this. Um, you could do this with a million other things. You could do this with backdrops. Um, I do not offer backdrops. The only thing I offer is a green screen.
0: You know what? People might be wondering, how did Ryan get so far offering so little? Easy there. <laughs> I wonder that all the time, but actually, I take lessons from it. Where you know, there's something. There's something to simplifying uh, your business so that you can actually scale it more. People often I just get trapped don't... in the the details that you may not need to get trapped in.
1: Well, and that's the thing is there are people that enjoy the template part of it, that enjoy the designing the you know layout. I'm not one of those people. I I I will say this. I enjoy. Having my client come to me with very little information. And then if I'm like scrolling through Pinterest, I see a cute little logo or, you know, one thing I love to do lately is, um, the, the little iPhone has little apps that you can use for like creating logos and stuff. So one that I've used lately is called logo shop and I will make essentially a logo for someone's like wedding or whatever, and I'll put it in there. And, um, yeah, if I'm bored, I'll maybe do like a cute little layout or a cute little logo. My clients are floored. they're like, "Oh my God, this is so amazing.
0: That is something we definitely have to put in the show notes I, I think people would like to play with that.
1: oh logo shop, oh, there's tons of there's tons that are just kinda out there. I do have a secret weapon that I'm not giving up, mm. however, however, <laughs> but you have but <laughs> you give, have
0: to mention it right? You just have to
1: I do, but i, I give y'all a lot of information. I'm not giving y'all everything
0: <laughs> I, I got I gotta say um." We're actually very lucky uh, that Ryan, no one else is doing this. I mean, you, you are opening up the kimono, giving away your secret sauce piece by piece. Excuse for me? For free. It's true, though. I think you deserve a lot of credit. Not a lot of people are willing to put the time in. I mean, he's, put, he's putting, making Facebook Live videos. He's giving out sheets. Yeah. He's giving out forms. Yeah. He's telling you what he does. I think that's something that we all appreciate, and everyone should take a lot of notice and really pay attention to what you're doing, because no one else is really giving all that information out for free. So I appreciate you, Ryan.
1: I'm. What am I thinking? I'm going legitimately crazy. What am I doing? I'm giving it all away. Someone is going to take over my business. Yeah. Don't think. I would really appreciate. I'd (laughs) appreciate that. Just please, someone. I'm tired of working. Oh, my God. I have to tell you this. So I have a client this weekend. Um, I'm flying up to New York. Um, It is. I'm almost going to say one of the biggest events that I've done as far as. Oh,
0: I know about this one.
1: as far as star power yeah, is concerned.
0: I guess we can't say I anything. Won't, I won't I
1: won't say anything now. That's amazing. I will I will do this. I will talk about it next week. Um, provided anything happens. I don't want to jinx anything. However, I will be, I'll be in New York for uh I'll be there for three days, doing this activation. I my heart is pounding, and actually this is the first time I'm legitimately nervous for an event, and that says a lot because I don't get nervous for much. I don't appreciate um, you
0: imposing into my territory, Ryan. This this is not going to work very well. I, I will take over your market, or as it's
1: called now, my market. Just just stuff
0: the jobs <laughs> to me. It's okay. Now, no. out of curiosity, are you? able to show photos from that event or do they prevent you from doing that? They
1: haven't mentioned anything and there's nothing contractually for me not sharing it. However, I will say this. If I do get a photo with a certain someone, there is no going better than that. Like it is done. I will close up shop. Life is done. I mean, I, I, I will have seen Adele Celine Dion, this third individual and actually there's like four five and six on the bucket list all at this one
0: event hopefully you get a group photo and you can actually share it with the, with us oh my god i would die so anyways if you, needless if you, to if you say, need help you know let me know <laughs> you won't even be there you'll be here
1: we're switch. it's like freaky friday we're swapping lines Terrible so timing. Ismael, i will be in new york ismail will be in dallas and then we'll all see y'all on monday um so anyways that that is something that i can say that i'm legitimately excited for
0: i i, I wouldn't blame you um but let's get back to the questions. We kind of d- diverged off topic there. Sure. So
1: you can ask. Um, I like the new thing that I'm doing is upsells, like I said, on on the questionnaire. Um, the questionnaire that I have is self-calculating. So it will ask for money to complete the questionnaire. Um, I really haven't had anyone not complete it. Um, you, uh, w- another thing that I would consider doing would be, you know, if you're going to sell texting as an add-on, if you're going to sell social media as an add-on or boomerangs or green screen or whatever, and you're not es- essentially selling that in the initial process, I would most definitely include it here and just watch how much money comes in. You mentioned that most
0: people fill it in. Is that the mm-hmm. case? You don't have to do follow-ups or? mm Really, so every, everyone that books fills it in without you prompting them to do it again?
1: No, uh, very rarely. I will say one in maybe twenty don't do it. Whenever by by the due date, um, most people do. Very rarely does it. Not and you have happen. an
0: alert that lets you know if it wasn't completed, or you just got to go through them and check.
1: I go through it manually just because that's part of my process. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure that that's something that can be easily automated. But
0: when do you send it out?
1: Uh, whenever they book, um, so immediately after, when- yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever they book, um, and then whenever they pay a deposit, um, I have triggers in my booking system to where it'll send out the agreement, um, and my agreement is done through Right Signature, um, so it's a uh, Zapier if this then that kind of thing, and then it'll automatically send out the questionnaire, and then it'll automatically send them their remaining balance if it was just a deposit. Or retainer, or whatever you want to people call it. It's the same thing. Don't get started. Everyone gets. Ugh. Everyone gets so caught up in the words. It's all the same thing. I say deposit, but in my contract it says retainer.
0: Yeah, I think people understand both words. It's not a big deal. You'd be surprised. Yeah.
1: Um. And so another thing that I do in my questionnaire with um options that I'm selling that are you know additional, I will always include a video or photo of what it actually looks like. Um. One the best thing that I did was I did a little video of what my memory book looks like. Um. I put it on YouTube and put that link in the in the type form form so whenever it says would you like to add a memory book they can see what it looks like so that they know that it's not a scrapbook
0: yeah that, that that's something that a lot of people don't do it's for for most booth companies out there a lot of people don't have like a retail location so it's even more important to show as much as possible of what you're offering whether it's the memory book the booths um videos pictures all that stuff really builds confidence in the client uh, before they book with you, because otherwise they can't come in and touch it and check it out. Um, so that's something that I think is very important.
1: You know, that was the thing is because I have been I haven't had an office in, I don't know, eight years now. Um, and I really do appreciate that. And I, I will never pay, you know, commercial rent like that ever again. Um, maybe not ever, but it's just, certainly it's not
0: just another huge headache and burden that you have to kind of take care of each month. So and it, it's not, you know, a lot of people don't have it at all. So it's clearly not necessary.
1: Well, whenever I, – I get one person a year that wants to look at the photo booth before they book it. One person a year. And whenever – I used to get it a lot more. I don't – I can't remember the last time someone asked me that. However, I will say we do a couple of you know public events each year. Um, some girl asked me, well, if she could go to another wedding that it was at. I told her no. I said I'm not going to have you go to someone else's wedding just as I wouldn't
0: – hold on. Your dog made a cameo. Cooper. Is it Cooper after Sheldon Cooper?
1: Uh, It is Cooper after Anderson.
0: Oh, God. <laughs>
1: How dare you? So I had a girl that wanted to come to essentially someone else's wedding. I was like, no, you're not coming over to someone else's wedding. Just as I wouldn't have any other client come over to your wedding. Um, I, I do say that we have several public events a year and they're usually open houses. If you would like to attend one of those, you can, or the other option would be if I'm doing an event that is a public event for a client, then I will say, yes, you can come to that. But other than that, no,
0: that's usually how I reply too. but I think over time people have become conditioned to most like DJ and photo with companies, not having a retail location, although some do, and I'm sure that helps them win over a lot of those clients that would feel more comfortable
1: yeah or that that's what they need or i mean that's completely fine i mean i don't have i i can't tell you the last time someone asked me that
0: well the problem with that too is that it just adds to the cost right so not not only do you have the cost of rent it's also more time to win that bit win that event right rather than automating it online book it answer my questionnaire and i'm on to the next event you got to sit with sure. people. You got to walk them through it. It just takes more time to win a customer.
1: Well, and that's another thing is you're also going over more details than you would, you know, just a photo booth. I mean, all of my stuff, one of my friends, she does, um uh, she's a musician. However, she does like ceremony music, reception music, like violins and harps and stuff. Um, she does not operate out of, she operates out of her house. She doesn't have a retail location. So Customers would call her and say, oh, is there a way that I can, you know, come meet you? And she's like, she would go, sure, let's go over some stuff real quick. And she would ask them, you know, what kind of songs they want and what kind of this, what kind of that. By the end of this 30-minute phone call, she'd be like, well, we're already done, so I can just send you this information. Okay, great, thanks. And she would just like – No, it was
0: very – and only her, only her, only she could get, get away with that. I've actually had people ask me to go to their home. No. Yeah. Like, can you come over for like a bride and groom? Uh, bring bring your photos and let's look at it and we'll discuss it. I think other people have experienced this too. And I'm like, no, I, I don't. No. <laughs> yeah. There is no way. Yeah, I guess because when they deal with the other vendors, like their, their event planner or their DJ, I assume a lot of them don't have a retail location. So they probably just expected that people just come to their house and meet them there
1: no way right. i get i get a planner because i used to do that and you know you're you so close to your clients and yeah i can completely get going out to dinner was, going to your house I but not like, as a photo with you want me
0: to bring you want me to bring a booth to your house i don't understand <laughs>
1: no absolutely not there is no chance yeah.
0: i didn't go but i still got the business
1: booyah well i'm not sure if that's such an accolade
0: money's money very very happy client. Very good experience. Okay. A lot of people are, get married. They're young. They're, this is their first time really going through a lot of this stuff. They don't really know how things work. I don't. I don't hold it against them. Okay. Next question.
1: I think that's it on mine. So, yeah.
0: I think there was a couple other things that I asked that you didn't mention. Like for example, the stairs thing, because that's really that's really burned me a couple times. I also ask if it's in an indoor or outdoor. I
1: I I take that back. I do ask that. And whenever they click out actually that's a lie. I ask that on the check a date form if it's indoor or outdoor because I want to know that before they're booking. Um so on there, if it's at an outdoor location, I will just say, uh, hey, listen, if it is outdoors, we need to be under a covered area. It is Texas, it is flipping hot here. I do I cannot have my tenants sweating their
0: Watch it. You know. Watch it. <laughs> fun <laughs> what about um do you care i don't know if it matters for how you run your business where let's say there's a wedding from 6 p.m. to midnight right and you're only contracted for 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. do you want to know that you're not there for the full event or does it not matter for you uh
1: i do ask I, so actually i'm kind of pulling up my old um my old questionnaire that was a little bit more in depth Cause some people Um, don't
0: like setting up or taking down during an event. It's harder to get in, harder to get out depending on their booth equipment. so, So this is the thing. If you require, if your photo booth requires
1: extra time to set up, you just need to charge more to begin with. That way you don't even mess with this. With me, I can, I can bring everything for my photo booth in one go. I, if I'm doing it, I have a backpack. I have a ring line. I have my stand. I have whatever. I can roll right up on in there. Um, I do not require extra time. Um, I will say this. There are times where someone will say, oh, well, actually this happened this, again this past weekend. Um, the attendant was going out and she goes, oh, we'll see you at five. We weren't starting till eight. I tell my clients we arrive one hour prior to start time for our setup. And she goes, oh, is see at 5? I, um, I said, our attendant is going to arrive at 7 for an 8 p.m. start time. Well, how come he's not arriving at 5? And I explained, and this is another thing that I do is five days before the event, an email automatically goes out that says, here are the bullet points. Your time that you have reserved is this time to this time. Here's what you included. We arrive one hour prior unless there is a setup time. And that means we're charging for idle time. And I told this planner, I said, the bride does know um, and did not want to pay for the extra time for our setup. I said, we are not intrusive at all. We fly right on in. We set up real quick. People don't even know that we walk through the door. And she goes, well, I really think you should arrive at five. I said, I would happily change our start time. Here is the total. Well, I don't think we should have to pay for this. I, I, I'm sorry, ma'am. There's not much more I can tell you. And that is just – the old Ryan would have caved and said, oh, OK, we'll be there at five. Uh-uh. Old, tired, annoyed Ryan <laughs> is just not going to do that.
0: Yeah, but that also depends on people's equipment. Some people can't roll in and roll out that quickly. They, they're lugging that big booth. and if you.
1: And if you have that, if you have that such large of booth that it does take you the full hour to set up, I can get set up in 15 minutes. If you need the hour to set up, just charge accordingly and don't even mess with idle time and any of that stuff. So that way your times can be flexible. Um, I used to ask, uh, ceremony start time, ceremony end time to know, you know, if anything was conflicting. Um, you yeah, know, and that's another thing I ask in the questionnaire is do they require, um, setup earlier than an hour prior? And if it, if it does say, you know, hey, we want you to be there two hours before, it'll charge them for the extra hour. Um, one last thing is does your venue require our liability insurance? Um, I do ask that. Um, and what I do is, uh, it is, um, uh, authorized user or additional venue or whatever. Um, I have, I have a space in there where they put in the name um, and the address of the dish of the additionally insured. I um, have my insurance. I send one email. It's been same day lately. Although the max I've
0: had to wait would be like three days for it. That's actually a good point. I don't have that in my questionnaire simply because if people need it, they usually just ask me directly.
1: Yeah, and tell you about it anyways. Tell me
0: about it anyways, but it would be more efficient to just ask them in the questionnaire. That's a good one.
1: Um, I used to have my agreement at the end of the questionnaire, and I stopped doing that. Your contract? Yes. It used to be at the end of the questionnaire and I stopped doing that only because I do um, work with a lot of schools um, and there are times where uh, staff is not allowed to sign any document. It has to go through legal. Um, So I took that out and I separated those things. So now um, uh, agreement gets emailed separately.
0: I I do the agreement and the deposit first as well, but that's just because I want to get the booking and then worry about getting the information afterwards. I don't want to slow down uh, getting a client. No, yeah, I,
1: I, I just, I just book them, and then the agreement comes after. I will say this on the reservation, they see all of the terms. I just ask them to sign off on it, you know, after the fact.
0: Well, I hope this was helpful to everybody. I think again, Ryan's giving away a lot of information. Um, just again, to clarify for people, you don't necessarily have to do everything exactly the way we do it or in the order that we do it. Um, As you can see, we both ask them at different times, ask them different ways. The point is to figure out what you need to know to serve your client appropriately and get that information. And I think, Ryan, you put something together. You're going to be giving people that listened?
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and do this um, in a downloadable form. Um, So just check out the show notes. And all we ask for is your email and I, we don't spam you or anything. We just occasionally send you stuff of whatever we're up to, and
0: that's about it. Speaking of what we're up to, though, there's something happening next week. What?
1: Dallas? Oh, yes, on Monday. So Imaging Spectrum and Darkroom Software are sponsoring our Dallas event at the W Dallas Victory. Um, it is seven to ten. There are very few tickets available. Um, dinner is going to be delicious. I just I just described uh, the menu to Ismail. Uh, Steve and Eric at Darkroom, um, I just picked them up this week. They gave us these little um, stainless steel bottles um, that have the little Darkroom logo mm-hmm. on it. So I'm excited that that's Don't in the swag away. bag. Don't
0: give away swag bag contents. Well, they're
1: getting a bag. The, the bag is really cool. We're doing – can I say this? What the hell? We're doing <laughs> – You're
0: horrible <laughs> at keeping secrets, man.
1: I am horrible. Well, I've actually kept a lot. There there are some still big secrets, but that's all right. Um, we are doing a blue Super Boothers drawstring bag. It is to represent all of the Dallas teams. I'm really excited for the blue one. I love the blue one.
0: I think, I mean, it's this Monday, the 25th of September. So hopefully you hear this episode before then. If you are in the area and you haven't bought a ticket, it's a total no-brainer. I mean, for 75 bucks, you get dinner. You get a swag bag full of stuff that's worth, like, it makes it worth the ticket. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, a lot. it's a lot. It's a lot. The numbers don't work very well in our favor. Um, and you get to be in a room with other boothers in your area and learn from everybody else, not just from us. You get to network and meet with people. And I actually, as, as a side note, from the New York City event, I met somebody, and I'm actually working an event with him in a couple weeks so, it can lead to more business. You don't have to oh, sweet. you don't have to view people in your area as competitors all the time. I think it's really cool to get people in the room and and see what happens by putting that together.
1: Steve from Imaging Spectrum, Eric from Dark Movie there. Uh, I'm super excited. It's going to be a very fun evening. I got to shoot a little promo last week. Um, I, I, I did it with my drone, which I'm so excited. That's my new little toy. Uh, I will say that I didn't exactly have a mishap. Well, I had a mishap before I crashed the drone the day before I was going to shoot this promo. So I had to like send in the drone back to insurance. They sent me a new one. So that's why the promo was two weeks late. Um, but if you haven't checked it out, check out the Dallas promo just because I like playing with my drone. Um, we are going to be doing Q and a so much fun. I'm so excited for that. Uh, it is like a full on like networking event. Like it's like if, I mean when Ryan does things, I hope you all know that Ryan doesn't right. <laughs> So, that being said, the next event that we have, uh, Super Boothers go to Hollywood.
0: Yeah, we're we're like traveling all over the globe now. This is crazy. You know, we are. I was just talking to Ryan about this. It's crazy because we just started this show a couple months ago, and I would never have thought that we would have thousands of downloads and travel to all these places and be invited, and people want to come and meet us and talk to us. It's crazy. It's amazing. But it's it's like I really appreciate everyone listening and, and all their support. I hope that you get something out of the show. I hope you get something out of being at the events. And it looks like everyone is, so that's great. We'll keep it going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Super Boothers is going to be in Hollywood. Um, we are doing the event on Monday, November 13th. Um, the location is TBD. Uh we will let you there's a couple places that we're going back and forth between. So I'm gonna wait and see uh what our turnout ends up looking like and then I'll make the decision from there. But regardless, it will be in Hollywood proper. Um we are doing ticket sales. Early birds are seventy seven dollars until October first. So you officially have like two week no ten days?
0: About ten days, yeah.
1: Yeah, about 10 days um, to get it at the $77 rate. We are also doing a group rate of $60 per person if you get four or more people in one transaction. Um, so if you get four people, you get the lower rate of $60.
0: I'm very excited. I wanted to go to California. Um, I'm excited for Dallas. We had a great time in New York. And if there's people out there that want us in different areas, let us know. We're willing to make the trip. We love meeting everybody. And uh, I, I personally benefit from being around the energy, so I'm looking forward to all that.
1: I love being around the energy. I talked about it in the Facebook Live video today. It is so nice that whenever you know we're talking and we're saying these things, and people are just nodding their head and agreeing with us, and it's 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 great to get that feedback because whenever we do the podcast right now, you know it's just Ismail and I arguing, and you know hopefully y'all guys get something out of it in the middle of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't argue that much. Most of that's offline. <laughs> It's totally all offline, and there, <laughs> and most of it,
1: I do it through Ismail's wife. I'm, it is so pathetic, but I mean, the, it is. The, this is how this is how we're going to Hollywood. I am doing it for you, <laughs> Super Boothers listeners,
0: to get Ismail to Hollywood. I wish people saw. I wish we had on video the moment you asked my wife for her number. I was like, oh God, <laughs> this is over. This is over. This was this was really funny
1: because she was like, "Oh, so we were shooting drone footage." Funny enough, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to um to Starbucks. You all always want anything?" I was like, "Yeah." I said, "My order is pretty complicated. Let me text it to you." And so she gives I over her it. number. I saw it
0: immediately. I need. He's not-, <laughs> not a mile away. He's
1: not a mile away. She he gives me her number. As I get the last digit, he's like, no, why didn't you do that? And ever since then, I have just been texting her just to get Ismail to do what I want him to do. For you, the Super Boothers listeners, I am but your humble servant.
0: And for those of you who care, she'll be with me in Dallas and in L.A., so you'll get to meet her in person, too.
1: She's such a great person. And truthfully, it takes it takes a lot to be with someone, to have a relationship in this industry. I mean, you give up weekends— you give up. I mean, this podcast really does take a lot of effort and Ismail I have torn Ismail from his wife probably more hours than I I guess actual work does. Um, I think that's
0: that's a great note to end it on too cuz a lot of people do have to deal with that like you said. A lot of people that are listening, their spouses, their family, their kids have to put up with, you know, mommy or daddy being at events all weekend and that's the only time you have family together. But we all know you're hustling to make a better life. So let's dedicate this show to those people in your family that uh, are sacrificing along with you to grow your business.
1: Thank you so much for listening to us today. Tickets for Super do to Dallas and Super Boothers Go to Hollywood are available online at Superboothers.com. Thank you so much to Imaging Spectrum and Darkroom for sponsoring the event. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening.